0: This is the new LDS Organist Lesson 4, Effective Hymn Playing, an Overview. My name is Shinji Nagi, representing the organ area of the Brigham Young University School of Music. This lesson will cover working with the directors, basic organ registration for hymn playing, registering for richness, and some important standards in hymn playing. Before discussing effective hymn playing, Let's first consider our purpose as organists. According to the music section of the Church Handbook of Instruction, it is to invite the Spirit of the Lord, create a feeling of reverence, unify us as members, and provide a way for us to offer praises to the Lord. There are many important principles and skills that will enable you to accomplish all the things mentioned in that statement. The first step in effective hymn playing is to choose hymns that are appropriate for your ability level and for their function in the service. Normally a word music director receives a theme for each Sunday from the bishopric and he or she suggests appropriate hymns for each sacrament meeting. It is essential that an organist become involved in this process because hymns vary in difficulty and some require more preparation time. You might consider offering your music directors a list of hymns that you would be able to play comfortably. Another important element in effective hymn playing is learning to work with a director. Each director conducts music differently and the two of you must become unified as you lead the congregation. Discuss together how to set the appropriate tempo, how to cue the beginning of the hymn, the end of each verse, and the final ending of the hymn. It is essential to meet with the director regularly to go over specific issues that may determine the effectiveness of the music in the service. Some of these issues might include how to begin the introduction of the hymn, what the conducting beat pattern will be, how to deal with fermatas, and how long to rest between verses. Now let's talk about registration for Congregational Hymn Playing. Do you remember Registration for Clarity from Lesson 2? When registering for Clarity, we use only one stop per pitch. If you are building a basic principal chorus, you would use Principle 8, 4 and 2 on the great, and Principle 16 and 8 in the pedal. Let's hear how it sounds. I will play the opening phrase of Redeemer of Israel as an alternative to registering for clarity you can also register for richness in this approach use a pyramid configuration that is use more than one stop at the lower pitch levels for example you can use principal 8 Flute 8, Principle 4, Flute 4, and Principle 2. This approach reduces the clarity of the sound but produces a broader and warmer sound. Richer does not necessarily mean louder. Listen, for example, as we compare a clear combination of 8, 4, and 2 foot stops and a rich combination of 8, 4, and 2 foot stops. Listen to the rich combination. (laughs) Do not include Celeste stops in this pyramid because their fuzzy character does not contribute towards a supportive organ foundation, the first goal of congregational hymn accompaniment. Okay. Now let's register on your organ. First, build a stop combination for clarity on the grates. After you have done this, add some eight and four foot stops to make the sound richer. Pause the lesson and build your combinations. Now let's talk about some general guidelines for hymn registration. Please remember that the principal chorus is the backbone of the organ sound and should be the basis for registration in congregational singing. You may add mixture stops to the principal chorus to add brightness to the sound. After adding a mixture stop, you may add 8-foot and possibly 4-foot reeds in order to add fire to a bright principal chorus, or 8-foot and light 16-foot reeds to add gravity to a more foundational principal chorus. These options are commonly used for jubilant hymns. Let's hear some examples. I will first play with the principal chorus 8, 4 and 2 foot and then I will add a mixture for brightness. In this next example, I will first play with the right principal chorus 8-4-2-foot and Mixture, and then I will add 8-foot and 4-foot reeds. Now let's add gravity to the principal chorus. I will first play with the bright principal chorus from the last example and then add 16 and 8 foot reeds. Now you know how to add brightness, fire, and gravity to the principal chorus for jubilant hymns. Let's talk about meditative hymns. Sacrament hymns are mostly meditative hymns. In meditative hymns, stops from the flute chorus might be substituted in place of principal stops to minimize sharpness, especially at the four- and two-foot level. Listen to the following example of a meditative hymn. I will first play with the principal chorus 8, 4, and 2, then substitute principal 4 and 2 with flute 4 and 2. Now, pause the lesson and practice building combinations for both a jubilant hymn and a meditative hymn. The primary role of the organist in hymn playing is to support congregational singing. The flowing lines that are sung by the congregation are best supported by a smooth approach to hymn playing. For this reason, legato touch is a widely accepted standard for hymn playing an organist who plays all four lines of the hymn in good legato style creates a solid background that inspires confidence in the singers. Specifically, if one note moves to a different note within the same voice, connect these two notes in legato style. When one note is repeated within the same voice, repeat the notes clearly and distinctly. When practicing in Polish mode, Plan on spending much of your practice time making this happen in all four voices independently. Be aware that many situations will arise in which some repeated notes may need to be tied in order to help the music flow in a more legato style. This is discussed in other lessons. Finally, but very importantly, how are the four voice parts distributed between the hands and feet? and among the manuals and pedals. In the normal arrangement of parts soprano and alto are played by the right hand and tenor is played by the left hand. The left hand occasionally plays some alto notes. Both hands are normally played on the great manual. The few play the bass part in the pedal. Note that the left hand does not play the bass part allowing the hands to focus on three legato lines instead of four. In this lesson, you have learned how to work with the director's basic organ registration for both jubilant and meditative hymns and some important standards in hymn playing. In our next lesson, we will discuss hymn playing in shortcut mode playing hymns right now.